Hi, and welcome to the 40th episode of Mother Daughter Book Talk. I'm Alexis, and Christine is not here today, but we are joined by a brand new guest, Trinity, and a reoccurring guest, Sophie. Woo! Yay! Yay! Say hi. Hello. Hello, it's me, Sophie. And today we were discussing The Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yados. You want to read the non summary? Yes, I would love to. Violet Sorengale has been training to become a scribe at Basgiath. <laughs> Basgiath. Basgiath's war, war College for pretty much her entire life. That is until six months before conscription day when her mother, General Sorengale, decides Violet must join the deadly writer's quadrant. With bones that break too easily and joints that pop out of socket, she doesn't think she has a chance at survival, especially when Zayden Ryerson, son of her mom's sworn enemy, will do everything in his power to kill her. Okay, now we're going to start discussing the book. So if you haven't read it yet, press pause, read the book, and come back when you're done. This is your official spoiler warning. Alright, so we have some very interesting opinions here because two of us really, really, really love the book and one of us really, really does not. Uh, that's an over-exaggeration. It was a perfectly fine book. Just, you know, it wasn't anything stellar, you know? It was, like, just simple. You complained about it, it was, so much to me. I complained about it so much because it really popped, stuck out to me while I was reading. Like, if I had to rate it on a scale of 10, I'd give it a 6, which is passable, you know? That's a that's a good grade right there. That's I would, you, want, you want a 60%? Uh, well, I mean, if the book gets a 60%, it should just be satisfied with what I give it, you know? <laughs> so three stars, basically. Yeah, three stars. Okay. Like, in comparison, I, I think the second book is four stars. In comparison, how many books, or how many stars did you give it? I gave it five stars, because I really I enjoyed it. I gave it five stars. Oh, man. It was really good. You're outvoted. Outvoted? Dang. I, uh, with permission, permission, I'm asking right now. What, yes. Can I say something slightly misogynist right now? Sure. Dang, women, you know, you guys all love the book so much. I can't believe it. It's all right. <laughs> Did I tell you, my little sister got banned from Roblox because she had, for, for a day, because she had said, well, like, it was like fashion famous or whatever, where she was like supposed to be dressing responsibly. And she said, go to the wishes, go to the dishes, women. Oh. Nice. <laughs> and so she got banned from Roblox for hate speech. How old is she? <laughs> Seven. Oh, how great. That's, she's going to be. She's going to be great. She's going to do much around you is what I'm saying. I do have to admit, though, I could definitely see why more girls would like this for sure. I think it's definitely built around that, especially, you know, because the author is also a female. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a lot of the plot driven, especially when it's a female Well, Sam really character. likes it. Sam really likes it. That's, that's crazy to me. I need to talk to him about it because I know Sam. Sam is such a cool, smart guy. And Are you I'm, saying we're not? Yeah. So... <laughs> I'm wow, sorry. nice, no nice to way you, to meet you. I don't really know you. So no, That's no, true. no offense to you. Um, it's not true. You're very smart. Thank you. I appreciate that. My grades, mm-hmm. I wish they said this up. <laughs> the thing is, I, I have a friend. She's also read the book. And I've got a recommendation, strong recommendation from you. And then I got a recommendation from her where she's like, oh, the book is okay. And I was really torn because I know both of you have read a lot of fantasy. And in the end, I ended up agreeing, agreeing more with her because. I have read so many books that are very similar to Fourth Wing, 
where it's spunky young girl goes into magic setting and is the underdog and really has to prove herself but all the while she has to master like a cool special power that only she has while all of a sudden this hunky bad boy that she has tension with falls in love <laughs> with her and she has to unveil a big conspiracy at the heart of the kingdom I've read that book like a dozen times. Okay, but all I'm gonna say is dragons. Okay, all I'm gonna say is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I eat that up. That's so. For me, I love that those kinds of books, but it's like junk food to me. I wouldn't like read it and say that's a quality book right there. It's I read it like oh, I enjoyed. Well, I liked everything they did. Do you think it's because you wish that it was like just like few things were different? Like you liked the storyline, but you wish things were different to make it unique, more unique, or more unique. Thing is, for me, usually it's enough different fantasy setting and it's cool i get invested into the world of the mm. fantasy the first book is very like like light on the world building it just like shows you around the college which i don't really mind but most of the focus of the first book is on the i'll say this in air quotes romance and i say it in air quotes because i find it incre- incredibly dull and uncompelling and it took me out of the book so much whenever it was like I saw this term online for like, why have chemistry between characters when you can have lust, long, unresolved sexual tension. And that's what it feels like the book does. They're just, you know, there's just a lot of unresolved stuff going on to the characters. And then it is resolved. Oh, it's resolved. It's resolved. I'll get into that later. I'll get into that. Trust me, I'll get into that later. We'll get into that later for sure. But I, like, I do not like the romance in the slightest in the book. I like a good romance subplot. But I'm sure we'll get more into like the more graphic elements of it. Like it felt like a smut subplot and not like a romance <laughs> subplot, you know? That's pretty much what it is, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I would say I enjoyed the book because I thought the plot was good. Mm-hmm. Although I could say some description I would could not understand. Like the parapet or whatever that was. Yeah. And then the whatever that obstacle course was. Oh, the the oh, what is the fuck is it called? The war game? Wait, no. No, not the war game. It's, it's not the, something different. It's like the one where she's like swinging around and has like the knife. Yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. trying to climb What's up the fireplace. I'm gonna be real. I actually could not really envision that either. It, the parapet, I could kind of understand, but that I could not. I was Fantasy Fingers podcast put it best, which is a podcast I listen to that's like just like in depth. I can't speak today. That in depth like breaks down all the chapters of Fourth Wing, and basically, they had said it's like Wipeout, that old TV show. Yes, oh. I, that's what I was imagining. We're at a library right now, so we oh gotta be kind of quiet. We just got shushed. Oh wait, we did. Yeah. Oh, I can't see the window. My bad. Oh, my bad. So I was so invested. We're gonna be quieter today. Yeah. <laughs> you say that like ten minutes from now, I'll be just like yelling at the top of my lungs. Yeah, like, ice cream for whatever it's worth. All right, so we're gonna get into. You wanna get into the plot right now? The beginning. Yeah. So basically, at the beginning, we have Violet and the parapet, mm-hmm. and I saw one thing which I don't know what to think about, which is the storm during the parapet. It she describes it as oddly comforting. Could that either be one, oh. or shadowing for her lightning signet? Two, her mother brought on this storm, or three, she just likes storms. Uh. I think. I think her mother definitely had to play at that to see it like how like you know she wanted her daughter to be strong for that mm-hmm. for what she was going into, but I don't think it was because of, like her, 
they would come for her because she knows her mother's servicing. I think it was like, I think it definitely was foreshadowing for her mm -hmm. abilities because the author has shown throughout the book that she loves to foreshadow for sure. Man, I may have pulled out some of my toolbox, some rhetoric I learned in APGT Lit. Oh. I'll, I'll pull that out. So I think the storm might serve to highlight how usually a storm under the parapet would cause feelings of turmoil, anxiousness, and instead brings her comfort. And this contrasting of what she is feeling and what she should be feeling is reflected also throughout the story and in this moment where she's just a mess of emotions and doesn't really know how she should be feeling about all this. And later mm -hmm. on it's resolved which is like, yeah, I was always meant to be a writer, you know? Yeah. But right now it's just a whole swirling mess of stuff. But the hard to describe. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like the thought that her mother brought the storm to test her. Yeah, I like that thought. There's not much evidence to it, but I like that idea. Mm. I don't know. I, I like, I do actually quite like her mother. I, she appears more dominant, like, uh, heavily in the second book. What is it that you said to me? Uh, do you really, like, want me to repeat that? Like, I was, I said that as, like, a one-off joke to make you chuckle. Didn't know your mom was gonna read <laughs> over your shoulder. Jeez Louise. You know, I wouldn't have said that in front of her. She uh, said you need therapy. I, you can't get therapy over a joke. It's just a, what is, what, what, what did a wise man once say? You just got pranked. <laughs> just saying. For reference for viewers, I said uh, about General Sorengale, Violet's mom in the story, I said big mommy energy, you know? Oh. <laughs> and, like, I mean, I'm not wrong, but, like, I, you know, taken out of context, like, it can sound maybe a little bad, but, like, she does have big mommy energy, you know? Like, step on me, you know? Like, well, oh. <laughs> I mean, just, like, an elaboration <laughs> oh, of what I, I was... Yeah, no, you see what <laughs> I'm saying? I see yeah. what you're saying, yeah. for sure. Um, I mean, like, throughout the book, it describes, like, Violet's, like, siblings and, like, is that what you mean? What? Well, like, they were, like, they kept describing her siblings as very attractive, and, like, didn't they describe her mom as attractive, too? Probably. Why are you looking at me like that? I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> because you're the one who says she has big mommy energy. Yeah. Big mommy energy doesn't imply looks, man. You know, I don't just... All right, but back well, to the first do. book. We are introduced to Rhiannon, and what's his name? Rydok? No. Um, was that David? I think it was David. Yeah, it was like such a simple name, and then he I thought just he, died. I thought I thought he was gonna be important. I thought he was gonna like it was he a was little trio. So sweet, yeah. He was, and then when he kissed the ring, and then oh, I don't remember. He <laughs> kissed the ring. He was joining the riding club because they have quicker marriage, and he was gonna marry this one girl back at home. And he kissed the ring I, for good luck before he went on the parapet, and he fell. I'm sorry, no story has ever been like. Man, I can't wait to go see my wife slash girlfriend back at home and then have them go into a dangerous situation and then not immediately die. I like oh, he, he he as soon yeah. as he pulled out the ring, like it was game over. <laughs> like, he's like when he's like twenty and he's like, I'm gonna marry her, I'm going in the brightest part, I'm gonna live. Like, dude, you're mm. <laughs> I thought he was gonna be like a trio. Was... I thought it was gonna be like a Harry Potter trio, Me golden too. trio. I mean, they're what ended up being like a trio, like more than a trio, more than like, a trio, but like, but, a, uh, like a squad, if like, you will. It is a squad. The what? Although Dane is a squad. Section. Dane the Stain. I like Dane. I like Dane better than Zayden. Oh shut! Wait, sorry, that <laughs> aggravated me. Um, what? Uh, I like Dane better than Zayden because Zayden feels like a little cardboard cutout for Vi to make out with for most of the first book. And Dane, while he does some like pretty cringe things to put lightly, he feels like an actual character. He feels like a real person, you know? And Who, you real know, people manipulates are better... and... 
Honestly, kind of based, you know, like... I don't, I don't hate Dane. I don't hate I Dane. don't... I quite like Dane. I don't like for, like, what he did, like, reading her memories, but, like, I don't like... Like, I mean, I never hated him. I was just like, oh, I dislike him. But, like, I never hated him. I hated him. I... So I'll pretend like <laughs> I haven't read the second book for a second. I wish for Dane in the second book to double down. I like the idea of someone loyally serving their country out of a sense of, like, like honor and, like, loyalty... And it turns out the country's evil, and he just keeps surfing. I, I think that's an interesting villain idea. Like Percy Weasley? Who? Percy Weasley. From where? Harry Potter. Oh, I haven't, like, seen or, read, like, read or watched Harry Potter. I haven't read Harry Potter. I'm surrounded by idiots. Idiots? I, I, I know, like, most of the plot through pop culture osmosis, okay? No, that was... Snape that was, dies, that was, Dumbledore was, lives. <laughs> stuff like Dumbledore that. Dumbledore dies. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was but, quoting Lion King. Uh, I read the first, like... Part of the first Harry Potter book, in my opinion, I just kind of. That's a better. Percy Jackson better. Yeah, I want Percy to Jackson Percy better. Jackson. I wanted to read that. I feel like we're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> the, the the lady like come like glared us again. They're like, oh, okay, no. okay, it's fine. We'll just be we're fine. We're okay. We had an issue at home where certain someone got sick. Both Isabella actually got sick today, so she got sent home from school. So she's sick, so we couldn't record at home. And what we usually do, so we're at the library in one of the study rooms, and we keep getting shushed by the library because <laughs> we're too loud. This is only like thirty like percent of my full power, here. too. Like. I know you have a loud voice. You're very loud. Yeah, we, I'm like keeping we, it down intentionally right now. <laughs> yeah, we. I remember in theater, you'd be practicing your monologue, and we'd be like, "Oh, Sophie's starting his monologue," and you were like halfway across the room, like yelling, like ah, this and this and this and this. Yeah, you gotta have emotion, man. It's yeah. very echoey in here, though. They should it like is. make some like sound things. Okay, let's get back. Uh, let's okay, back jump. to this. Back I'm pulling up my reviews so I can look at what I said. So, Rhiannon and Violet switch boots. And I liked that part because I, I was like, that. it's good characterization for Violet because we know that she's like. She'll, she cares about other people's lives, I think. Even shows. though they weren't friends yet. Yeah. They were just like random strangers. And she was like, this is what I can do for this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like that because I was like. Also, immediately after being told, like, yo, don't make friends here. So. Exactly. It shows kind of her stubbornness too to believe what she wants to believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's how does the saying go? Girl boss. Yeah, like get you girl boss. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. What were was y'all's first impressions of Dane? Dane, I really I liked, liked him at first. I really liked him at first. I thought like man, he just okay. liked me for real. I liked yeah. him. I thought I was gonna hate him from the beginning. Like I, I liked him in the beginning, but I was like, I know. This yeah, that's, that's, where, I I, yeah, that's where I was. He was definitely like, uh, like this in the love triangle. There's a girl, and then there's a hunky bad boy in the cuck who's like been like friends with her forever, and then just immediately loses the girl to like whatever hunk like strolls up, which is Satan in this book. So that's I so already true. I felt for him, you know, because like man, he just like me, you know. And then secondly. <laughs> Dane seemed like so real quick. You, wait, the, you fell for Dane? No, like I feel for Dane. Okay, I heard I so fell for Dane. Dane. No, I, I feel like, for him. You know, Sophie. Dane, okay. What's Cole gonna think? Oh I my mean, god! Don't call me out like this. I mean, I fell for. Well, no, I, I did not fall for Dane. Dude. Dane. Dane's a catch. Okay, I won't defend him. He's like a he's like a homie, but no, Dane at the beginning, I related to him a lot because he's like a guy in a position of leadership. For those of you who don't know me, I'm in a big position of leadership on the band. I relate to him. In the band. In the band. band. Band is my life, so basically in my life. Yeah, we know. Okay, but he literally lives by the codex. Yeah, that's pretty based. Yeah, but he literally said, though, that he would... This is, like, jumping ahead in the book, but, like, he literally said that he would, like, 
he would let Violet die for the code. He has a strict honor code. Are you bashing <laughs> a guy for that? A guy's gotta have standards, you know. Well, you you gotta have emotions too. If you have, you get he has emotions. He feels sad about it. I, I really <laughs> liked Dane at first. I related to him a lot, you know. Dane the stain. This is a lot about you. <laughs> Dane the stain. Dane the gains. You know. Oh, oh my gosh. God, fucking damn it, Dane. Dane oh my did gosh. gosh. There goes my last. Yeah, there's a fancy fangirls podcast. Again, I'm bringing this up again because I love this podcast. I recommend listening I, to it after you listen to this. I think I listened to that. Yeah? I think so. They have a whole segment of the podcast called God Fucking Damn It Dane. Where they count how many times Dane touches her face. Oh, I, I probably have listened uh, to that. I, 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 I did really like that reveal. It was pretty cool. I love Dane's ability. Okay, my so question cool. is, what point in the book do you guys think Dane started going to leadership? What do you mean? I think he only went to leadership after, like, he saw, like, the gathering for the first time. And he was mm-hmm. like, ooh, I need, like, he, pr- I feel like he probably saw that, like, was like, okay, maybe a whole back. And then, like, did it one more time. Like, okay, this is, like, actually a thing that I saw. And then went to leadership, because technically that is, technically, it's a crime, you know, and it's mm-hmm. his job to report crimes if he sees them, you know. Mm-hmm. Stitches get stitches. Just get stitches. I don't know, some stitches have been highly successful. What, are you ta- speaking from experience? I'm not, I would never snitch, but... Mm-hmm. I will say, if you had Dane's signet, would you do the same thing? Like, no. do that to my friends? Yeah. Um, I don't want to in- answer in front of my friends. <laughs> I the smile appears <laughs> in his face. An evil smile. I, I would... know, that's a handy... Look, if I had a power like that, I would actually go to the government and start working with, like, the U.S. Because, like... Instead of torture, what if I could just take the knowledge from their mind and that they wouldn't have to be tortured? And, like, you just get their knowledge straight from them. That's, like, that's pretty nifty, you know? Fifty, nifty, I mean, United I would States. trust what they say unless they had, they gave me, like, a reason to doubt them. And, but, like, it was, like, Dane was, like, obsessed with sending her back to the scribe quadrant. That's what oh, made me he so did. angry. I, I found, I, one thing that I saw, which was, I was, like, really agreement with, the one person who truly believed in Violet from the start besides Zayden, was her mother. Not even Mira. Because Mira was one who was Rhiannon. Brennan? Rhiannon. Rhiannon? (laughs) We both made the same noise. (laughs) What are y'all talking about? (laughs) Like, I think she... They were just in the same area, Rhiannon. Okay, well, Rhiannon literally said, she was like, she even said, she was like, I think you're probably more powerful than Zayden. Like after? Yes. That's after she got that's the after, dragon. No, but from Not the before. very beginning, oh, that's... from the very beginning that believed like fully that Violet could do it, was her mother. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. No, what are you going to say? No, it's something from the second book. Okay, we I, can't like, talk about the second book here. I know, it's such a shame. Especially because I'm only halfway done with it. Gosh, yeah. why haven't you finished I, it? I read the second so book in like I'm a day. I'm rereading Shatter Me. It took me a week. It was so long. But I loved really? it. Really? Yeah, it took me. I'm a slow reader. I'm dyslexic. Oh, I see. But, like, <laughs> so This good. one's, because, like, fantasy books like this, they're, like, they're, for me at least, they're usually pretty quick reads, because I don't have to read 2D. It's, like, I love East of Eden. It's one of my, like, favorite all-time books. But that book, like, you have to read it slowly just so you can, like, digest what's happening. I need to read that. It's so good. There's this, I, I won't get too into it. It's yes. not about East of Eden, but it's, it's so good. It's the only John Steinbeck book that has, like, a somewhat happy ending, too, so. All right. All right, Next. now, uh, down from Steinbeck, back to Rebecca. Yaros? <laughs> Yaros is what Yaros? I say. I okay. say Yaros. Yaros? Yeah. Yaros. It's fine. All right, Alexis. 
I was gonna say something and I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's all your fault. I can't believe you, Sophie. No. First you called me hippo and I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh my god, I you will never let me leave this down. Can we talk about the dragons? That she yes. Gets? Let's talk okay, about that. First of all, did you think she would get two dragons? Okay. No. So what I thought is that when they mentioned the black dragon in class, I was like, oh, that's that's most definitely gonna be her dragon. Like, come on, it's just literally foreshadowing. And then when she goes meets the dragon and I see the gold dragon and I'm like, I did not think it was as small as it actually was. But um, I was like, oh, then that's going to be her dragon. It makes sense. And then she sees the gold dragon when she's like, you know, she's protecting it and everything. And then the black dragon comes and I'm like, oh, now I'm confused. Which one is going to happen? And then, and then I was like, and then Donna, yeah. And then, yeah, we're going to go to you know, at the end. Because I like I saw the foreshadowing for the black like oh it's definitely the black dragon because of course the main character right out the strongest and coolest and also one. because Jack Barlow said he was gonna have a black dragon and I was like yeah <laughs> definitely no. not and then the gold dragon because like oh my god people are complaining comparing her to the gold dragon making fun of her she's gonna have a gold yeah. dragon and prove how cool it really is so there was foreshadowing for both I did not expect her to bond to two dragons that was like a nice little twist I like the whole gimmick of the dragon riders it's I like I, that the dragons can talk. I like that dragons can talk too. They're so funny. I do appreciate the like effort to portray dragons as not just cool fantasy things, but like yeah, these are like actual forces of nature that can like kill people. One of my favorite Terran lines is "You're bleeding. Stop it." (laughs) Oh yes. Or or Zayden saying "You're leaking," with the blood on the hands. You're leaking on the floor. Have either of y'all seen Dragon Prince, the TV show? I I think. I was about to use that as an example to compare it to this, because dragons in that world and dragons in this world, like, like, there's no dragon riding in that show, they're their own species, I think. Both shows do a pretty good job of portraying dragons as very formidable, dominant species. Mm-hmm. I personally prefer Dragon Prince's one better, because they're, here they, like, all shoot, like, fire and whatnot. There, they, like, each dragon embodies, like, an actual, like, force of nature, and they're actual, like, calamitous beings. Whereas this one, where, like, Later, like, towards the end of the book, like, you could, like, yeah, you could, like, kill a dragon with, like, a dark magic. Ooh, oh, yeah. The yeah. venom and the wyvern. I will say, I don't really like the venom as, like, a, the plot of the villain. I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I, it, I think they'll get the I saw in the a theory. Book. I don't know if you guys know whether or not it's right. Uh-huh. But I saw a theory that the sage is her dad, and he got too, like, deep into his research. And Rebecca Yaris confirmed that her dad is indeed dead. Like, fully. Okay, I didn't so know that. So she confirmed that, yeah. Which I thought, I would have thought he would still be alive, but when she confirmed that, I was like, oh, well, that's Especially what, since, like, everyone else is. Yeah. So, you know. That's what I thought. I thought, instead of Brendan, I thought it was going to be her dad. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was Brendan, because as soon as she got injured, it's like, we need to find a way to heal her. It was like, oh my god, Brendan is definitely alive. You know? Don't die. You drunk water, you start dying. Bro, give me yeah. some of that. <laughs> I'll cough to make it feel better. <coughs> I start coughing, I'm about to have a whole asthma attack in here. Like, I can't I didn't know you have asthma. I do. Like, it flares up whenever I get sick, really, and since I was just sick a couple days ago, it's... I'm just doing up. Yeah. You and Cole have asthma. Cole One has... thing that brings soul together. Oh, my God. <laughs> can't, can't do this to me, dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. But you know we love it. Mm-hmm. Let me say something. Well, okay, say something. Something, something, um, women bad. Cause you. Should, that's, that's a lot of the points I make nowadays, but, yeah. You know, I'm friends with a misogynist. Yeah. 
Yes. Liam's death was so sad. That was. That was big sad. Oh my I was god. So sad. Don't even. No, I'm gonna cry. He was such a good character too. It's been yeah, my his, honor. His death was one of the only things in the book that made me like slightly feel something, you know? Because it was like, you know, like he dies, it's like, oh shucks, and then like you keep reading, and it's like, yeah, it's been my honor. I was, I'm like, I'm, I was hoping that, and I am hoping that he like, like, Rebecca Yaris has some like resurrection. No, I don't think. So. I would not. I don't, like, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I wouldn't want okay, it to let's happen. let's keep the volume down. We're in the library. Okay, yeah. I would not want that to happen. I don't think that will happen, I but I think it would be cool. Or, like, maybe ghost. Like, a ghost. I don't know. I hate ghosts in fantasy settings. It invalues the meaning of death in them. I hate ghosts. I hate yeah, communicating I with the afterlife. It devalues I death. I like it in Star Wars. I don't... The Star Wars Force ghosts, I'll defend them. They don't... They can't really do much. They okay, just kind of true. pop up. It's like... You got this, bro, and then they disappear again. Oh, that's you know? true. They just give some like speech that's like yeah, it's basically motivating. like a final last words. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can let it go off. Okay. I don't know that. Dang. I only need it for the outro. Okay. Cool. Get pranked. Oh, pranked. I could pranked you when it came to Iron Flame. Oh my god. I can't get. We can't get into <laughs> we it. We can't get into it, but I'll tell done. Trinity later. Okay. Um. Yeah, but um, when Jack Barlow stabbed Liam, I was like, if Liam dies, I'm going to be so pissed. But he was fine, and I was like, oh, we're good, we're good. And then he dies later, and I'm like, <gasps> When Jack died, I was so happy. <laughs> Ding dong, the bitch is dead. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yes. No, because Violet had struck, she didn't struck him with lightning, though, did she? She just struck She struck the him. building, and then it collapsed on top of him. Oh. So he wasn't, like, deep ride. he was just crushed, you know? I like I like Jack Barlow dying because I mean it's a natural fitting end to his character because it's like yeah oh big bully character well big bully character remove girl strong <laughs> like yeah she is so you know I don't mind it's a simple big beat Jack Barlow's a good job of being very hateable villain you know I think I mean honestly he could be better but like he's a one note villain mm-hmm. he's just like a psychopath and like I love killing you know yeah. It doesn't need to be more complex than that. I don't like. I, I just like. I think Jack is a weird villain. I feel like he. If. I feel like he wasn't the main villain. He was like a level sure. one villain. He was a level one villain because level he was one barely mentioned. Off. Yeah. Um. I like how she used oranges as a weapon, though. That was. Oh, really, that was, that was so funny. That just finding. I love how she poisons also, people. Also, I fucking love that scene because Riddick's being so protective. I fucking love Riddick. Oh, I love, I love seeing so how much Riddick? he... Riddick? Is it pronounced that way? I always thought yeah. it was Rydock. Nope, Riddick. Dang. And he was like so... Like he cared so much. He was like, stop, he's fucking killing her. Exactly. Yeah. I like Rydock. Uh, he's like the... He's, <laughs> you got me doing it. <laughs> he's like the goofball one, right? Yes, he's I amazing. Because like he has like a serious side to him. He seriously cares about his friends. I, mean, I, like, I like his goofball persona. After Liam dies, I think... He's my favorite since after Leo. I, I like Leo. Where did you think of Kenji Kishimoto? Who? Kenji Kishimoto. Not familiar. Liam or what? No, Riddick makes you think of Kenji Kishimoto. Uh, okay, but may you he clarify? never will be. Kenji he never Kishimoto. will be Kenji Kishimoto, but he is Kenji Kishimoto in this book series. Would either yes. of you care to enlighten me? No. Uh, from the Shadow series. I haven't read that. You. I don't actually don't know if that. you like it, but like. Does it have anything like explicit like in this book? Eventually. Eventually. It's, the, it's no. YA, though, so it's not too It's not, bad. like, extreme. It's but like, it, like, gets extreme in the last novella. 
The last novella? Yeah, it got kind of extreme. Oh, it did. I was like, this is... This but that's, is, not, this that's is not worth reading. I'll say... I'll, I'll get into it now. I I don't like, like, the explicit sex scenes in this book. That's not what I come to fantasy to read. Yeah. And it just really took... Kind of took me out of it, and I, like, skimmed ahead. The fact that it happens so free... Like, it happens, like, multiple times. It feels... But you can't... Like, when it's written by a woman, you're going to expect smut. Yeah. What? Yeah. That is the wildest sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, like, not fully. Female authors don't just, like, write but, Have you but, read poetry books before? Like, I'm talking authors... about, like, female fantasy authors. No. No. That's not true either. I've read really, no. this one really good mature book. It's called A Queen in Hiding. It's written by a woman because women can do anything, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's always just... the misogynist rules. <laughs> usually the books yeah. that get popular like this, though, are usually going to have, like... Smut in them. Smut, yeah. Because people just, read for the It's smut. become a big thing. I, I would say, okay. though, that it's, like, it's kind of, like, a, it's, like, there, but it's, like, there's only two scenes. It's not too it bad. It's a lot of world building, though, too, in it so graphic. I haven't read it again. <laughs> you have like no the, experience with The most I've ever read in a book before. It's a fade to black. We've talked about this. It's a fade it's to a black. It's a fade to black or it's like, man, we start making out. It's like, they start making out. They describe the making out. It's like, hey, want to go all the way? And then it fades to black, you know? So Yeah. And like, I was like, or it's like, oh, we went into the tent and we became one. I felt him against me pretty tight. And then, like next day. Pretty tight. I mean, I think that they wouldn't say that pretty tight. That's like, like that's like YA where it like it'll say it and then I'll just like skip past it. It'll just say you know. Yeah, it'll say it like like obfuscated. My you foot know? is yeah. going numb. I have a dog laying on top of my foot. It's going numb. It's lovely. But I but, di- I didn't like this. But I didn't. I'll get into this whole bit now. I did not like the romance, and I especially did not really like Zayden for a character for most, if not like all of the book, because Zayden felt too perfect because he was just honky bad boy he's so strong and he has so much tension with Vi and the line that made me the angriest in the book is like I've been in love with you for the moment I first saw you shut up like her mom killed your dad no, he like, like no shot he would you were in love with her like from first sight like it's I, I I it feels like Zayden is I've mentioned this just like a couple minutes earlier by minutes I mean like 20 minutes but like it looks, it feels like Zayden is like a big cardboard thing for like Vi to make out with. Vi also becomes out. a more, yeah, cardboard cutout. And Vi also becomes more annoying when she's with Zayden and they have the whole like tension, like will they, won't they, like this weird flirting thing. Like, oh my god. When you realize, when you don't enjoy it, when you don't enjoy that aspect of the book, you realize how much of this book is just like the romance and the smut like, building up to the smut, and it's, like, over half the book, and it's, like, not much room for anything else, because I like the little bits of world building in here, especially mm-hmm. when they're expanded on the second book, but, like, I like the little seeds of world building. I like some of the characters. Like, it has decent stuff going for it, but with so much of it, it's just bogged down by this same trite romance that you've seen a thousand times over again, and almost all of them better executed and with less smut. I like it's, it's just such a big turnoff from the book for me, you know. This isn't really a spoiler, but is that why you liked Ironflame more? Because there's more world building. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Like more world building. Uh, I'm not gonna get too into. Don't it. go too much. Yeah, but but that I'm more world building, why. and there's still some smut, but it's not like like such a dominant. Like it's not like yeah. the main driving thing of the story. Like this one, their relationship is like one of the driving forces in the story. It's not mm-hmm. the second book. Yes. You know. Um. 
I will say that Zayden isn't like my favorite love interest I've ever read in like a book. But like <coughs> Warner. Yeah. <laughs> but um I, I did really and I, I, I enjoyed it. Like I like I'm not gonna say I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it the tension. I enjoyed the tension, the bickering. But then that's just what I like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have different point of views. Like I can't read I love fantasy and I love world building, but Sorry, the, lady, sure. the lady like glare at us. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I like I can't read fantasy without like a little side romance plot, and I, yeah, I did like it because it wasn't like too much in this book, in my opinion. But it also wasn't too less. I mean, it's it like was a good amount. I have read this was very mild smut to me because I read Silver Flames, where it's like they're fucking every five chapters. <laughs> I think this was very mild too, in my opinion. Yeah, but the scene. The scenes with like my sister wanted to read this. She's in middle school, by the way, because she like heard about it and like, God, sir, I heard it's a pretty good fantasy book. And I'm like, I'll read it and let you know what I think. And I finished it. I was like, Please, God, don't read this ever. Like, <laughs> my mother has read this book and talked to me about it. I mean, yeah, that's fine. Like, and not about like the graphic parts, though, right? <laughs> you don't know my mother. Oh very my well. God, I well, no, I do course, know. I I know your mother. When did you start reading something? <laughs> Getting like really grilling Alexis here. Like, when did it all? When did it all begin? You know. <laughs> what are you, my therapist? Because <laughs> <laughs> my therapist wants to know because she loves smut books. She's read Fourth Wing. She loves it. You like the teachers where you just like see that they're, they're you know that they're smut. In that book I can just like, imagine like a teacher like because it brings me back to Sweet Life on Deck. Because that TV show was amazing, mm-hmm. where that one teacher was reading the book with like, the guy and the girl on the cover, and I'm like, they're so clearly smart in that book. Probably. I've never watched Sweet Life on Deck. It was a childhood masterpiece. Sweet Life on Deck, Zach and Cody? Yeah. Yeah, I see that. What was the masterpiece? Was like Lab Rats. Lab never rats. watched it. Never watched it. Lab it's rats. so good. It's so good. And that Bionic Island. I actually, I loved Bionic Island. It's so good. Yeah. That, that's peak science fiction right there, you know? Like, exactly. Doesn't get better than that, right? I mean, I, I mean... Now I kind of want to read a book about bionic, like, people right now, honestly. I can recommend you a really good sci-fi book. It's called Children of Time by Adrian Tchaikovsky. Um, it's it's a bit long. It's like 800-something pages long, but I that's really That's fine by me. It's not at all about bionic children. I just kind of get more people to read it. Okay, back to fourth wing, though. Back to fourth wing. Back to fourth wing. Oh, snap. Back to reality. <laughs> oh, thing with um, gravity. I was gonna say I was gonna say something again. Oh my god, there's so much to talk about with this book because like there's like the there's dragons. Um, there's what's your favorite? Also dragon? dragons. Okay, I like Taryn. I like Indarna. Oh, I'm the tiebreaker. No, I like Taryn. He is he Taryn. He, he's like grumpy old man personality. Do you yeah. think Do you think Taryn and like Sigal will like have like a hatchling in the future in the series? I kind I've of thought about it. I think it might be like an ending of the series thing where like I think we've so. solved, we've invented world peace, and now we're happy and we're having a kid, and then like it'll so. coincide with like Zayden <laughs> and like Vi having a kid or something. I have questions I want to ask, but I don't know if you guys would know the answers. Ask okay, ask, well, ask ask ask. Which characters do you think are going to survive to the end? Rhiannon, do you think she'll survive till the end of the series? Oh, I thought you were going to list all of them first. I'm going to oh. go one by one. Rhiannon. Um, I think she might. No, I don't. think there's a possibility, but I think I think there's also a possibility. I think she might, or she dies in like the fifth book. Riddick? Yes. He, I actually do feel like. I feel like the author of, wouldn't want to get rid of him. I feel like he's uh, funny enough 
and like enough of a comic relief where like usually like the kind just of manage to get the less important comic relief characters just kind of manage to scrape by the yeah. whole time. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yes. <laughs> Literally um, me. Mira. Who? Mira. Uh, oh, her sister. No. You'll think Mira survives? Absolutely not. Uh, I hope she does. I, I, like I hope she does, but absolutely not. Brennan. No. <laughs> I think it's one of them. I think one of her siblings is going to die. That's yeah. true. It's going to be one of the two. It's going to be one of the two. I think it's. I, I think it's more likely to be Brennan because it's like I'm, the double reveal died. of like, oh my god, you're alive, and then oh he's dead again, like the yeah, double yeah. Randy. I think that will happen. Zayden. Yeah. I, I kind of like hope so. I feel like I feel like, I feel like he'll die, point. and I feel like Violet will find a way to like resurrect Make him, him or something. I think it's he'll like, die and no, I think she'll use her lightning. No, this one's lightning like restart the heart. Because I think at some point, okay, what I think might happen is one of her dragons might die. And she'll be able to survive because she has the other one. Yeah. So I think Ooh. Taryn might die. That's a wild one. That that would be one for like. Okay. No, I think it would be Andarna. I would think it would be Andarna because if Taryn dies, then that like. What hits Sigal? Really hits Sigal, and that would hit exactly. And then Zayden would die, and then she's like, I can't lose all oh, of them, and then she restarts his heart with the. Something. Her something. Powers. Okay. I do like the idea of one of the dragons dying. I do think Taran is more likely one to die. Of the I two. think Andarn is more likely. Because thing is, Andarn is new blood. turns old blood. And then it could be revealed that Sigil just takes a big hit and then doesn't end up dying. Or, and, and then like she has to figure out, like, oh my god, like I'm just Andarna now. And like I can't go on. And she has to learn how to like do stuff and like ride with Andarna mm-hmm. instead of with Taran. You know? Maybe not. I won't say anything. We know a bit more than you because we've read the second book to come yeah. shush. Okay, so I had a theory. A well, game book theory. theory. A book theory. <laughs> okay, so this is like the chapter um, where Violet, the she's like in the middle of the night, the pe- the unbounded, ri- unbounded, unbounded, unbounded writers. Of- and Amber Mavis. He, what? Amber Mavis. Who that? She's the one who unlocked the locks. Dane's old fling. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so, and then Zayden comes to the rescue, yada, 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 saves her, and then she's, like, she says something in her head. Zayden's an intense theory. Yes. Because. I've talked to Sophie about this. Yeah. I immediately knew that, and then, and then right after when they're walking, she's, like, okay, I'm sorry, Violet was, like, horny as flip because she was like thinking so many sexual thoughts and i'm like stop thinking them like i was thinking in my head because i i like immediately knew it was like there's no question he's a mind reader he's an intrinsic yeah and i was like girl was like thinking See, so- i don't like really buy that theory because like like i feel like it might be just like more small but it kept saying that throughout the book no because like she'd be like oh I like, how realize many, I like how do you even loud. get like two powers you know because people think that the microphones have two signets because Liam like, was wielding no, spears of ice. Why would? Like, Did you realize that? In the Venom battle, what's Liam? Well, I was thinking it was because of Sigil, because she's like a more no, powerful no, dragon. No, okay. I mean the in the Venom battle, you you remember what Liam's signet is, right? Farsight. Oh, because he has two of them. He right? was wielding spears of ice. Oh, but can that be? A, no, it can't be because no, because it's Riddick's signet. Yeah. Oh. So people think the marked ones have two signets. I don't think it's the marked ones. I think it'd have to be something else, and then they just also happen to be marked ones. Because like, why would being marked make you more powerful? That feels like counterproductive. Because Coda the, the dragon was 
knew about the venom and was trying to do something to help people who were fighting the venom. All right. I feel like that's definitely Don't buy it, but... But I just gotta say, doing that scene, I was really yelling at that pilot. I was like, stop thinking that. Like... Girl just would not like. Do you? You, you all know what I'm talking about. She would just keep going on yeah. and on, oh and God. she was so. There's funny. a quote on the wall from Peter Pan: "The moment you doubt whether you can fly, you Whoa. cease forever to be able to do it." So she jump off a building. <laughs> I was gonna say that's kind of relevant to the book, but like, please don't do that. Don't jump off a building. <laughs> don't jump off a building without like a parachute, like. Or no, like a, what, what? What's the thing that Kite Man has where he's like flying around? A kite. Was this the book you said? Yeah, that's the book. So kite good. Man has a kite? It's like big spot. Actually, I won't spoil it, but... Okay. okay. Back to fourth wave. Yeah, like 30 the, minutes before we wing, have to go. When the wing oh. was fourth, that was wild. I didn't realize that the wing would be fourth. I thought it'd be like third, but fourth wing, that's wild. Well, it's literally said that at the, the time. The thing is, I'm, I'm kind of joking around. Oh, I'm being okay. a bit of a jokester, a well, prankster. Well, I think that this is the fourteenth episode. What? This is the 40th episode. Oh my god, if 40 is divisible by 4. Exactly. Oh my god. It's, it's all a big conspiracy. Look, if you add up the letters in W plus I plus N plus G, plug that into a TID4 calculator, what do you get? 0 plus 4. Fourth wing, 4, 0, 40, 40th episode. Oh my gosh. I've cracked the it's code. just, it's the universe saying something. Like I, I'm cracking the code right now. I'm unraveling the spool of thread. Unravel me? No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the worst book in the series. I'm reading that series instead of Fourth Wing's sequel because I am don't want it to be over. So I'm extending the... You gotta read it, though. I, I can't I have so many saved Instagram reels. Are you, are you like... Because after the, the, after the second book, I'm anticipating the third book. Uh, you know, I'll read the third book. I know when the third book will come out because Alexis will be like, Sophie, the third book's coming out. And yeah. I'll be like, cool. Even though we're going to both be in college and we're going to be far away from each other. I mean, I hope we'd still be in touch and you'd still be like, Sophie, the third book's coming out. It's like, no, because cool. you're going to stop talking to me as soon as we go to college. That's not you true. haven't spoken to me since... I, I'm, I'm working on that, okay? I'm trying to get better at, uh, what is it? Communicating via the interwebs. You know, yeah, uh, uh, over I don't the world wide web, media. you know. Yeah, he doesn't. Do you have social media? Yes, you do. You just got an Instagram. I got an Instagram as a gag to just follow like two people named David, and I don't use it for anything else. Because I thought, what if it'd be really funny if I downloaded Instagram? That's why you don't like any of my posts. Yeah, I'm not following anyone except for David and David. Can't believe you don't like any David. of my posts. Yeah, because I, I thought we were friends. No, because I. Started a David fan club at my school, forty members strong right now, uh, wow. around one of my friends, David, and as because the David fan club has an Instagram post where they post images of David, so I downloaded Instagram so I could follow the David fan club and then follow that David. We formed the fan club around, and then another friend of mine named David was like, "Can you follow me?" He's like, "Sure, you're named David," so I followed him too, and that's the only thing I use Instagram for. This is a great story. Thank it you. Is. Nothing to do with fourth wing. Uh, except, wasn't there a guy named David? Yeah, that <laughs> yeah I'll tie it back to that. So, so okay, all right. And then, you, would you follow David if he didn't die? Okay. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Imogen, okay. do you think she's gonna live or die? I don't care. <laughs> I think she's gonna. Who's Imogen? Oh, the pink-haired one. Yeah. Yes, she's gonna. I don't care. She's gonna die. <laughs> she's okay. Gonna die. So, there's been a lot of analysis on Imogen's signet. What? To wipe recent memories. Oh, yeah. So, specifically... Let me search a 
You, you keep talking. I want to look something up. Speci- why? I'm curious. Specifically, when they go to visit Mira at the outpost, mm-hmm. Imogen is nowhere to be found. Hmm. Either she's doing something, she's wiping memories, or she's just wiping memories of her being there. Because there's no mention of Imogen anywhere. But she was there. Exactly. Like, when they were, like, divided into the groups that were doing the two separate things, Imogen wasn't mentioned in either group. Hmm. Okay. Sorry, I was trying to remember where I knew the name Imogen from. It's from a Shakespeare in place, Cymbeline. Well, of course yeah. you know Shakespeare. Yeah. Shakespeare I don't know if you know, he was kind of a... Fucking nerd. He was kind of a popular author. He's the... Kind of. Kind of, yeah. He's the most published author in the world, ahead of Agatha Christie. Who is number two, which I do find to be more shocking than Shakespeare being number one, but. I'm number three for my one book. One book. I'm going to buy that book. Soon to be. I'll buy that book like three billion times in like 40 different languages. You're going to overtake Agatha Christie? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's going to be two books. Oh. Wait, it's going to be two. I'm writing my second one. You told me you weren't going to write a third, a second book. Ooh, I lied. Oh, you're so like good. right when you told me you're like. No, is this the one with Sam or not? Book. No, that's the third one. That's Wait, is third. it the second book in a series or no? No, no it's a, it's, it's a, a it, romance. Oh, you told me about this oh. with Juliana. Yeah. I'm twenty two thousand words in. Oh. Jeepers creepers. How 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 long was your first book? Like fifty thousand words. Hmm. It, was, it was short. This one's gonna be way longer. I'm just excited. How far? Oh. I'm only on chapter nine. How how um when did you start? Uh, a while ago, mm-hmm. like last March. I want to write a book. Or this March. I mm. want to write a book. Well, I used to want to be a writer, space. but I've had that dream like crushed out of by like Asian parenting, you know. <laughs> You've had that dream crushed by who let the dogs out? Well, like just write for was, yourself. Don't actually bring that up. That's like sensitive information, Alexis. Okay. <laughs> who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Yeah, I I stand by I stand by that piece. Because it accomplished... Didn't Cole say book. it was the worst thing he's ever read? It, he said it's the worst thing he's read that I've written. Fourth thing. Because Cole's usually... Like we a, do get good back to Because Cole usually like likes reading my stuff. He likes my story. But he was like, 44, 44. Sorry. But he like read that and he hated it. And I don't blame him. The thing is, the story accomplished its objective. and makes me laugh. There, I'll tell you one of the lines from Who Let the Dogs Out. Just to discourage you from mm-hmm. ever wanting to read it. And it's, he learned who let the dogs out. 9.01 a.m. September 11th, 2001. <laughs> I'm friends with this man. And <laughs> yeah, you slink back into your chair, shock written all over your face. I, I'm just asking like the question. the Muffin Man is. Muffin Man? Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? Who lives on Drury Lane? The, no, I don't know the Muffin Man. <laughs> Something. I love Shrek. I love Shrek. So yep. Much. I liked it because it was like the college aspect, and I liked how yeah, it was like I like how it was school. It like it felt just like I don't know. It just felt like you were in Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really enjoyed that. It also, y'all both probably definitely haven't read the series Zodiac Academy. It reminded me of Zodiac Academy series. I do not recommend that book. Those wait, books. wait, wait. The Zodiac Academy by Stanley. No, 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 no. It's something. That's Zodiac Legacy. My bad. Never mind. Zodiac you're, Legacy you're Stanley. So but it reminded me of Zodiac Academy. It is. Not that bestly written. Is it addicting? Yes. Is it bad writing? Yes. So I don't recommend it. But it really reminded me of that because it was also like college and 
powers and whatever and it just felt like that world magical colleges yes the, ma mm. the idea of a magic college isn't such an entrancing setting to me as it is to many other people I, I loved how many people I loved how many people kept dying in this book it was yes great. it, it, it created suspense Orly was good that was good death. I, I mean, I'm conflicted on how death is used in this book. The thing is, none of the I didn't care about like any of the characters that died. Like, in, like only Liam, and even Liam, it was just a brief pang of life. Oh, I, like when, I like when Pryor died too. Who? And then Pryor, the one who was really nervous all the time. He got bored oh. by Dragonfire. And then what was her name? I don't know. I, I forget them because their names are forgettable. What was her dying. name? Because yeah, they didn't feel like characters. Luca. Like Luca. Cannonfire. Luca. That was her name. They just, like, sorry, um, they just kept, like, dying so much, so I'm like, well, I'm not gonna create an emotional impact with you, character, because I know you're gonna die. That's the thing, yeah. Uh, the problem... I like when Luca died, because I was like, dang, bitch, it's coming to you. There's a trade-off with more character death, because the less character death you have, the more you can make the couple ones you have count, and, like, maximize the drama and the emotional output of the mm -hmm. reader and whatnot. But, like, I also, like, I like when a book can callously kill characters, but the thing is, None of the important characters ever died. Only one that was like somewhat important that died was Liam. That's and it. And I love that Liam was the one who died because he was like the best of his year. That's the thing, yeah. And like, so he was like unexpected. Liam was the like, an, I would argue, like the only really well done death, and the rest were just ooh, we're dangerous. It's like ooh, we're dangerous. It's like like oh man, we're so dangerous. We'll kill anyone. In fact, I'll even kill background character number three. Bang! And it's like dang, that's crazy, bro. And then like the like the. Um, well, I liked Orly's death too because she was like, she, she had been saying she was preparing for this, the gauntlet her whole life. Oh um, yeah, that girl, and then she just she fell on the first day. Because mm. she said like her dad was set up obstacle courses for her that were like the gauntlet. And I'm like, she couldn't even survive the first day of the gauntlet. So like, it really shows like, no one's safe. Yeah, I mean you say that, but it's like. Clearly, Vi's safe. Like, clearly, like... Well, Vi wouldn't have been safe if she wasn't able to use, like, her knowledge in Skyrim to think out of it. I mean, this all comes down to suspension of disbelief. Can a book make you suspend that? Like, and for me, Fourth Bank is not really good enough a book where I can really get fully immersed and sucked into the book and be like, mm -hmm. oh, man, what's gonna happen next? What's gonna happen next? A book that's really good at this. Oh, we mentioned this a bit earlier. Percy Jackson, I can revisit that book forever and ever. Because no matter how many times, and I know Percy's going to be safe every time, I could suspend my disbelief. I could get really sucked into his adventures. Fourth mm -hmm. Wing, I, I just couldn't get that level of investment. And I don't know. Because you're weird. I don't, I think it's genuinely because I've been reading, this sounds so elitist, but I've been reading a lot of really good books lately. Because I've been recommended a lot of good books. I've been reading a lot of, uh, not to break, but like high literature, you know, things a lot, like a lot of like really Othello? rich. What? Like Othello? No, I haven't read Othello, but like... It's fucking annoying. Are you reading Othello? Yeah, we're doing it. Cringe. Anyways. <laughs> You're but telling like, me, I, man. Like, I'm reading, like, a lot of, like, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Like, these are, like, fantasy authors, but, like, their writing style is, like, like very, like, rich, and, like, you can really dig into their stuff a lot, and... You know who I should reread? Marissa Meyer. Mm. I should reread all of her books. I haven't books. read any of her books, and I want to. Oh, my God. Wait, let me finish my point. <laughs> <laughs> But no. We should keep interrupting him so he knows what it's like to be a no. woman. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, but like. But I like, 
after reading all of the, I'm gonna start like raising my lap, like all you let you guys like slowly and slowly. You're just gonna slowly get kicked off of the library. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the librarian hates us. I'll fi- I finally loop back around to my point. I think after reading sure so many really good hates? books, that going back down to the book like fourth thing, it's like it's like eating junk food after eating healthy for a while. It's like I'm just like I'm not used to it anymore. You know, and I still love junk food. Yeah. But, I think for me, what did I read before this? But, um, like, I read similar books like this all the time, so it's like, it's like, I don't have, like, something to really compare (laughs) with. The book series I was reading before this was a dark Disney series called the Never After series, which was a smutty series. Oh, was that, um, was that with Hooked and stuff like that, or was that something that was different? What? Was that with Hooked and, like... Hooked and Scarred yeah, and Wretched? Yeah, okay, and... that's what you're talking about. I've been wanting to read that. <laughs> you're so smutty. I don't like uh, that. It's so bad. He fucks her with her gun. Oh, my God. <laughs> Haunting that's... Adeline style. I did read Haunting Adeline. You did? I did. Oh, my God. We're no, not going to I... talk about her now, but I did read that, what and it was scarring. What is with these women? Like, okay, what is happening? Okay, I switched from, like... I'll switch from, like, doing, like, something that's, like, so dark to then reading a memoir, to then <laughs> reading a YA book, to then going back to, like, something different. I switch between things. Like, I could not, I could tell you not, like, I get scarred a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, but I don't know. I think it's interesting switching from genre to genre. No, I stay in, like, a genre. So, like, when I'm reading dark, sweaty books, I read dark, sweaty books. It started yeah. with, like, the book that my brother got me, which was real awkward that he got me this book because it was smutty. It was a Hayes Persephone retelling. Okay, so... Sophie looks so disappointed. I am so Okay, disappointed. so I went from reading Divine Rivals to Fourth Wing. And, like, Divine Rivals... Oh, my gosh. That was such a cute story, y'all. It's, like, why Was it Divine? It was absolutely Divine. And it was... Oh, I re- definitely recommend that book, but, um... It's very cute with the romance. Very simple and just cute. In I general. like I like simple romance. I don't like hunky bad boy. It's I like, like conflicted teen girl. Just I feel like childhood you, best friends to lovers. Yeah, That's I do ideal. like best friends to lovers. They like they type each other with their type magical typewriters and they send it. And but like whoa, he does it. He does like how he stands in his magical notes to Feyre. You don't know that yet. <laughs> I don't say that. Okay, but anyways. But I definitely recommend Divine Marvels, but when going from that to Fourth Wing, it was, like, it was an easy transition. Like, Divine Marvels was really cute, and it wasn't like I had, like, some big thing to compare it to. Yeah. Like, like, I really don't have much to compare it to. Like, Shatter Me, maybe? I don't know. I don't, I don't read it, much. Ignite Me. Like, I, read. I started reading Ignite first one year. Like, I never read before that. I Ignite hated me. books. Ignite Me or Fourth Wing? Oh. Just the book in general or the series? Just the book. Oh, Ignite Me. Duh. Really? Yeah. Wait. Yeah, Ignite Me. Man, I can't wait to come back on here for the Inevitable Dreams and Shadows episode, one of my favorite books. Dude, you're... You want a Dreams and Shadows episode? So badly. Not enough people know about that Oh book. my gosh, I'll read it and I'll come I'll read it too. Oh. I'll read it before I finish Iron Flame. Yes, I don't mind that at all. Just kidding. I would love an Akatar no. one. Okay. Because I have to finish Iron Flame for the next episode, for 41. I think we're not talking about fourth minute. 42 so. could be... Dreams of Shadows. Dreams of Shadows. That's my, that's my ultimate If dream. you really want it, it'll be your Christmas present. Oh my god, that'd be fire. I love Dreams of Shadows. I just want more people to know about it. Is it a series? It is, it's a duology, technically, but they're both standalone books, completely different adventures, you know? Dreams and Shadows? All right, Dreams and Shadows. back to fourth wing. See Robert Cargill. He wrote Doctor Strange. Back oh. to fourth wing. 
Back to fourth okay, wing. Back to fourth wing. Man, that wing fourth is wing. fourth. <laughs> um, Dane's betrayal hurt my soul. I was so mad at myself for not getting it. Did you guys guess that the venom would be real? I knew something. Show? I knew there was some sort of big conspiracy. Going I knew on. that, but did you I didn't guess think... that venom would be real. No, yeah. I wasn't thinking that I hard. I did about the actually. Book. I did when her father sent her the note. I was like, oh, these these bitches are real. They like all prostrate at the temple of Alexis. Oh, praise be, praise be. Fuck you. <laughs> I just I don't know. I I like. To be honest, sometimes I'll guess, like, uh, like when I, you know, when Satan's, like, I just, I thought he was, like, yeah, a mind reader. Yeah, But, I agree. um, with other stuff, it's, like, with Brenna being alive, I feel like you could guess that, but it's, like, I kind of just read it, and I was, like, it's fine. I'll figure it out yeah. as I go. Okay. Another thing I, another theory I want to bring up. I brought up to you already. The theory that Andarna is royalty. What do you think, Trinity? Well, isn't Terran royalty? Like no, royalty bit? among the dragons. Because we don't know about their social. We don't know about their. We don't know about the Empyrean, and that's why no one can tell Andarna what to do. Because, she's royalty. You're making a face. Me personally, I'll just say uh, Alexis Pish's theory to me well back. I really like this theory. It for me. I like the theory, yes. But you know something that we shouldn't say. No, it's like. I, I could see it, but I also can't. Like, I could see why people would think that, but I don't think that could be a possibility. I don't know. It just feels strange. I mean, she's just, like, a baby right now, so maybe, like, as she grows on, like, we'll see, like, maybe that ch- type of change. But, like, mm-hmm. right now, like, as, like, a little golden feather tail, I think they're just, like, she does whatever she wants because she's a child. No, because they don't let the other hatchlings out. And no, then Taryn was, like... Nobody tells Andarna what to do. Okay, that's actually a good theory, though. I, kinda, yeah. I, I, I dig this theory, you know. I dig that. All right. This uh, thumbs up for me. So we have about ten minutes left here. So we're going to take flight with our favorite moments, and that's stealing something from Fantasy Fangirls. What's our favorite moments? Favorite and least favorite? Uh, um, my favorite moment... Uh, <laughs> my favorite moment was when Dane kissed by... Fuck you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I said that, that just was to be... so horrible. I said, I said that just to piss you guys off. I saw off. someone do a fan art of it. Based... Uh, let me go. Let me go find that guy and like, shake his hand. You know, or, or women can be artists too. Yes, it's that one. Uh, women can do anything. Just to like make up for what I've been saying earlier in the podcast. Um, My women can do anything, but men can do. It. <laughs> women can do anything, but men can do it better. <laughs> well, fuck you, Safi. What, man? Okay. <laughs> okay, Trinity, what's your favorite moment? Okay, so my favorite moments were, like, Terran's, like, bickering, like, he threw out <laughs> it. Like, um, I love when he was, like, when she first wheeled lightning, and he was, like, lightning wielder. Lightning wielder! That was that's so how the narrator good. narrated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, like, the voice audio for that, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Which, also, Rebecca Solaire narrates this book, and Rebecca Solaire narrates all of Mars and Matters books, and I'm so happy that she's writing, <laughs> and I'm so happy. Well, I'm happy you're happy. But Except she was sick in the first part. Like... Everyone gave her flack for that. She was sick of the first part of the narrating, so you could very clearly hear that she was like snuff, snuffy and. Okay. Okay. Good. Sorry. My favorite moments. Okay. Um. Let's see. Anything with anything with Riddick, honestly. Yeah. And then. I don't know. I really like Zayden's point of view. I like it in those point of view chapters. I didn't like Zayden's point of view. Yeah, I know. What's your least favorite moment? Uh, why did you say least? Because we, because you really did you your, go, favorite. You did your favorite moment. 
Oh, no, that wasn't my actual favorite uh, moment. Was your actual favorite? My favorite moment was the final battle at the end. Oh, of the yeah, book. that's probably my favorite moment, too, like, then. It, I think the final, like, 60, 50 pages of the book were, like, twice as good as the rest of the book combined. Because, like, the battle was tense. You didn't know what was happening. There was just this frenetic energy that, like, emanated just through the writing and how, not just, like, the style of the writing, what was happening, the chaos yeah. of everything going on. It was so good. It felt like I was reading, like, a good fantasy book as opposed to the fourth wing, you know? Yeah. And right. my least favorite moment um, was, like, most of the interactions with Vi and Zayden. Okay. My least favorite was probably that thing that was, like, the wipeout thing, because I was so confused when I was reading. Oh, the gauntlet? Yeah, I was like, I love the gauntlet scene. Don't give me that look. I'm giving you that look. It's like, what the flip? I was then, so confused. I was like... I was, trying, I was skimming over it because I was like, what is happening? All right. Well, then my least favorite moment is probably Liam dying. So we're going to get into the outro now because we have to go. So yes. thank you guys so much for listening. You can find us at our email, mom.arbooktalk at gmail.com, on Instagram at mom.arbooktalk. We can leave suggestions for future episodes and potentially be chosen to be featured in one of those episodes. Uh, you can listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. If you want to support this podcast and our future episodes, you can become a supporter through the link in our Instagram bio. Thank you so much for listening and thank you guys for joining us course uh, happy to be here thank you so much for inviting us and hope that you all listeners join us next time bye bye, bye. <laughs>